time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's time for another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Glenn Mosseller. He's the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting and is a registered financial consultant with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. Go to GreensboroRetirement.com to listen to past episodes and find out all sorts of great information about planning for retirement and your financial future as well. Glenn also offers educational workshops and courses that you can tap into throughout the area for more information on those. Again, go to GreensboroRetirement.com. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how couples could screw up retirement. And I know, Glenn, that it's it's probably always a challenge getting couples on the same page with their retirement plan. And I want to talk about some of the ways that you know things can off, often go awry if you're not careful. But before we even get into those specifics, I know we've probably joked before here on the podcast before about how sometimes you don't serve as a financial advisor, but you almost serve as you know a marriage consultant or a counselor <laughs> trying to get people on the same page sometimes. Is, is that pretty accurate? Well, you know, I mean, it happens sometimes. You'd be surprised. I mean, a lot of people are really starting to think about it, and, and you know, particularly when they're in the planning stages, and you know, and they and they're ready to come in and sit down. But um, you know, but but there are times when when it's like, well, you know, you you run into some snags here and there, and it's just a, a just a different philosophy and different thoughts about things, and and so you have to kind of take a step back and. And yeah, it, you, you it, have to be the mediator. It, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes it's interesting what all the different hats you wear. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's for exactly. sure. That is good news, though, to hear that there maybe are are a few less disagreements by the time they get into your office nowadays. It means people are are getting their stuff together a little bit better than maybe in years past. So. We'll take that as a good sign, and uh, yeah, no, I, I think I think it's so, Walter. I mean, I mean, most times when I sit down with folks, you know, it's it's um, you know, I, I try to set the stage that it's it's really, you know, all we want to do is have a conversation. I mean, let's really look, think in, in in terms of what what are you wanting your retirement to be like, and 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 what are the things that you want to try to accomplish, and what are the things that you want to avoid, and and those types of things, and. And a lot of times, if you know, if you have the right atmosphere and, and it's a and it's a good relaxed conversation, it, it's a whole lot easier than than being so you know rigid about you know this account and that account and whatnot. I mean, th- those those things are going to come up, but you know when you when you start off with where you know where where are we going to try to head and, and what are our goals and what do we want retirement to be like, you know, it's a, it's a little easier to uh, to have those conversations. Well, here are a couple of the top mistakes that we've seen couples, you know, almost make in the past before coming in to, you know, meet with Glenn and and get some guidance and and where you might eventually mess up your retirement if you're not careful. We always try and learn from others' mistakes, so we'll do that here. Uh, In one area, definitely, Glenn, is when folks make the wrong choice on how to handle the spousal benefit option on a pension. Uh, the reasons behind why that mistake gets made, I guess, are are a plenty. Sometimes it's it's not a fun thing to talk about. So then maybe you don't talk about it enough and make the right decision. And I'm sure we could think of some other excuses as well. But tell us about what goes into that decision of you know choosing the spousal benefit option and where you've seen people almost misstep there. Well, yeah, Walter. I mean that 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 is a, that is a, um, a a tricky one because you know folks are folks are given these choices and you and you and you read through them and you say okay well I could take life only and I can take uh, I can take the you know this uh, one with a survivor benefit and but you know different pensions are going to have different options too and 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 so sometimes the you know the um, that uh, option might be that 
you you know you get the you get the full benefit you know for both the, for both the spouse and their and their uh, you know and and if they if they were to pass away the surviving spouse you know sometimes it gets cut in half sometimes it's seventy five percent and you have all these choices and you know and you're looking here and there and what I see a lot of folks do is they'll say well it's only this much difference and so maybe we should do this or that and, and the reality is is that it's it's one of those things that you really want to take some time and do some analysis with and 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 look at it in in full context of what your other income streams are going to be whether that's social security and you know we most likely going to have two social security checks coming in and then also retirement accounts and, and other and other um, investment and, and savings accounts and and how are we going to put all of that together to create an income plan and and a lot of times folks just you know, they they look at it and, and it's it's they don't have any reference point to know which is the right choice and sometimes they just make a snap decision and it, and it's and, and it doesn't really serve their purpose we see the same thing happen sometimes i know we're going to talk a little bit more about social security but you know they're they're similar because you know a pension and social security we're both we're talking in both those cases about income for life and so you know, if you really think about it social security is a type of pension and so it, you know, those those kinds of decisions are you know, can be tricky. And trying to figure out how do I combine that with my other accounts and and what to do and how to do it. And golly, are there tax implications of this decision or that that decision? And what about you know the legacy plans? All those things play in. So I would I would strongly strongly urge folks to make sure that you don't take that decision lightly. And you really you know preferably sit down with you know someone who who has some experience in income planning. To be able to help um, help guide you through and, and at least you know ask you the right questions so that you you can come to the right conclusions. Yeah, we're talking with Glenn Mosseller about some of these ways that couples mess up retirement and the spousal benefit. Definitely one good example. Another one, Glenn, would be not coordinating social security strategies, kind of making those choices independently. You know, oh, I'm just going to take mine as soon as I retire. I'm going to I'm going to delay mine for a while, and you don't really see how they can work in conjunction sometimes. But that's a huge missed opportunity because if you if you strategize how you're each going to take those social security distributions, that can make a big difference in the success of a plan. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I, I see it. I see it from time to time. And and you know, the the challenging thing with Social Security is is that it's it's not it's not an easy thing. I mean, there's over two thousand rules in in the Social Security you know manual and whatnot. And and when you look and you start trying to figure things out, and you you might uh, go online and you might talk to somebody you know either on the phone or or actually you know in a personal appointment. You know, and they are not allowed to really give you advice. They're allowed to, you know, to sign you up for benefits, or they're 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 allowed to tell you, you know, if you ask them a specific question, they can they can answer it and say, okay, well, if you if you were to turn your benefits on on this date, then you're going to get that. And but there's there's a lot of factors in there, and 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 there's a lot of times other benefits that are not that are not known are missed, such as you know spousal benefits. You know there there are there are some limitations to that. You know in the last couple of years in terms of some you know new legislation that that became law, but there are a lot of situations that still have the you know the option of being able to turn on a spousal benefit and then be able to switch over to your own benefit later. And then there's, of course, there's also the the survivor benefit, and and having you know one person at least delay so so that so that we can increase the survivor benefit, so that it's going to increase that lifetime income for you know for whoever the surviving spouse is, 
And a lot of times those those pieces of the puzzle just get lo- left out. Again, as as kind of we, we go back to the uh, the pension decision, and you know it, it can be overwhelming, and you kind of look at it and say, well, there's only this much difference and that much difference, and maybe we should just do that. And again, it, it, it ends up sometimes it's almost like a coin flip is, is making the decision and it needs to have a lot more in-depth analysis to, you know, than that to really make sure you're making the right choice. So that's another great example of where couples screw up retirement sometimes is with Social Security claiming strategies and also just looking at that retirement date and then thinking about, all right, now how is life going to change? What's going to look differently for us? Another mistake we see, Glenn, is when folks don't really talk about how they're going to spend all that increased time on their hands when they actually retire. Oh, you're right, Walter. I mean, that's you know, that's something that I do a lot of times in, in my in my classes and courses. Um is, is that we actually spend some time there because, you know, the reality is, is that people, <laughs> they work their whole life, whether they're inside the home or, or, or out in a, you know, in a career, you know, and, 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 you know, in the, in the job market and whatnot. And they're focused from the time they were, they were kids, you know, when you, when you're a kid, you start going to school and then you go, you know, you, you might go to, you know, additional school, whether it's, you know, college or trade schools and whatnot. And you, you keep working and working and you do all, all that work. And then you're, then you're into your career and your focus is on, you know, how do you, you know, how do you do things for others? You know, how am I going to please my boss? How am I going to do things for my family? What about, you know, how, how can I, how can I make this better for my spouse? And then you, you work through, you know, years and years and decades of, of being focused on everybody else, and that, then you then you arrive at, at retirement, and it's like, oh my gosh, I've got all this time. What am I going to do? <laughs> and a lot of times, folks think, you know, okay, well, that's going to be the greatest thing in the world. I, that give me that problem. I'd love to have it. But then once they actually step into retirement, and they've spent a little time there, they they're thinking, oh, well, I'm not, you know, it's really kind of difficult to figure out what to do, and. And I also coordinating that with your spouse and, and what you you know how you all want to spend time together and and whatnot. And so I really encourage folks that when we actually it's it's an exercise that we do in a lot of my courses of uh, of making sure that you really think about it because you know the last thing you want to do is is have a lot of time on your hands and not really have any kind of a plan of what to do with it because I mean ultimately that's why you've been saving this money for retirement all along anyway is is to be able to enjoy it. And, you know, you, you really want to have some planning about that. Just like, you know, it's like, you know, when you have some time off in, in, in your job and you know you're going to have vacation time, but, you know, you, you, don't, you don't just, you know, arrive at the vacation time and say, okay, well, where are we going to go? You normally plan where you're going to go and what you're going to do. And it's kind of the same, it's kind of the same thing. And I think that's a good analogy when you, when you really think about it is, is that it's, you know, retirement is kind of an extended vacation. And so you want to be thinking and planning about how you're going to spend that time and, and who you're going to spend it with and, and uh, what will be the quality of that time. Really good points on today's podcast about where couples often make mistakes with retirement planning. And we talked about not coordinating with Social Security a few minutes ago. And another spot where that lack of coordination can really hurt you is with your individual accounts, like 401ks and IRAs and those kinds of things. And you want all of those combined assets, Glenn, to be working together. You're exactly right, Walter. And and that's something where, you know, a, a big piece of that puzzle, you know, turns to, you know, to the tax man, right? When, when you start thinking in terms of you know, your tax planning and tax preparation and whatnot, you know, most people work their whole life and, you know, their, their tax returns are normally pretty, pretty straightforward and pretty simple. You know, that you've got your salary and then you've got, you know, if you've had kids, 
then you've got you know you've got several extra exemptions and you typically if you're buying a house and you're writing off your mortgage interest and and there's a few other things in there but by and large that's pretty straightforward and pretty simple then when you transition to retirement all of a sudden you know you you're going to have several different streams of income that's going to create your your overall income plan and they're not all necessarily treated the same you might have Social Security, which is treated completely different than anything else in the in the tax code. You know, your Social Security income is not inherently taxable, but it can become subject to taxation based on how much other income you have. And so then you have money coming out of your, you know, 401k or an IRA or a pension, and that's going to be treated as ordinary income. Then you might have some investment account of, of after-tax dollars. You know, maybe maybe it's just an investment brokerage account. And so those dollars are going to be treated. Sometimes you're going to have some interest there. Sometimes you're going to have dividends and sometimes you you might have capital gains. And they're all going to be treated, you know, differently within the tax code. And it can get really confusing. And and you really need to do some tax planning and coordinating of how those accounts are going to work together and be efficient. Because if you're not doing that type of planning, then what's going to end up happening is, is a lot of times people think in terms of, well, income is income and cash flow is cash flow. But if they're not treated the same way in the tax code, then there can be strategies that you want to tap into of, of which accounts to take first, whether or not you want to delay Social Security. You know, maybe maybe you take from this account up to a certain point and then, you know, in a, in a year where you know where your income is and then you switch to another. And all of those things are going to matter and you want to try to keep the money from falling through the cracks. And one of the biggest places that it can fall through the cracks too is, is this sending extra money to Washington in the form of taxation that you don't really necessarily have to, but you really need to be planning a, a, around that as and talking to you know an advisor you know that that can help you do that type of planning because typically that's not that's not the type of planning that that most advisors really do and and really to be holistic you know, I think it's it's imperative that they do. I mean, I, I never have quite understood how somebody can give you financial advice without without incorporating how how taxes are going to work with your income plan because it's a major piece of the puzzle and it's not really necessarily how much is in an account, although that matters, but it's really how much can you utilize and how much do you have access to and how much do you get to keep? Yeah, get to keep is a big important part of the equation. Uh, I'm, I'm more interested in the return of my money than the return on my money, I think was uh, what the famous Will Rogers quote, I think that was. And uh, it's very true. Uh, last but not least, Glenn, another place where we see couples mess up retirement, and and even this applies to more than just couples, too. I mean, individuals can, can mess up some of these things. Like, you can still mess up your Social Security claiming strategy. It's just that we're focusing on not, you know, coordinating those strategies. Same with your IRAs and 401ks. Uh, but another way that this would really apply to everybody, not managing risk in a way that both spouses are comfortable with. So, you know, you've got that one spouse that's either that's always going to be very nervous, or maybe you do go the route of ultra conservative, and so then that other spouse is going to be frustrated at the the return maybe that's that's being missed out on. If you're not in cahoots in that part of the process, that can lead to a little bit more of an emotional toll. Well, no, you're you're right, and then that, and then you you were talking a little earlier about how uh, couples you know might might have disagreements, and and you know I, I don't see that that much, but this is one area where where it'll it'll sometimes surface, you know, because uh, you know. <laughs> I've heard I've heard it said before that you know there's the there's the X gene and the Y gene and then there's the G gene, right? And 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 they say well what's the G gene? And it's like well that's the greed gene. Ah. 
you know, and and it, and it, sometimes it, it comes up, and and folks think in terms of, well, you know, I've been putting money in here, and it's been growing and growing, and and all, and 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 I, you know, I want to, you know, I want to stay in there, and I want to, I want to have those, you know, the, these accounts grow, and of course, everybody wants their accounts to grow. The biggest challenge that folks have to really realize is is that how the dynamic changes once you actually stop putting new contributions in and you actually start taking money out. And so, you know, the the idea that the, that buy and hold is is the is the way to go is, you know, that's largely predicated on the idea that, you know, when 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 I ask folks, it's like, well, what makes buy and hold work? Um, you know, and in other words, you know, when do you never sell? And of course, you know, they 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 immediately say, well, obviously, what well, you can't sell when things are down. You know, if you're it's it's the idea you're going to buy and hold. And I say, okay, well, if you've got an account that is designed to take distributions from and you're needing to take distributions from it, and even if you didn't want to take distributions, Uncle Sam's going to say it's 70 and a half, you must begin to start taking distributions, then you don't have any control about when you're going to have to start selling you know, assets out of that account. And that can, that can really you know, change the whole dynamic about what you can do and how you can do it. And, and a lot of folks don't really think about it in those terms, but it's really true. I mean, that, the, an IRA and a 401k were designed to be distributed later on in life. And when you're in the accumulation phase, that you don't really think about that and you don't really think about the, the, the ramifications that you think, well, you know, I average X, X percent per year and it's all going to work out in the end. But when you start taking distributions out, those dollars that came out don't have an opportunity to, you know, to get that, you know, that rate of return. They've come out, you spent them, and not only that, they've also been taxed in many cases. So you really have to begin to think about, you know, how, what kind of risk are we really taking? And sometimes the risk inside of those accounts is not necessarily only the risk that's in the marketplace, but it's just in the way that the account is designed and, and, and how you have to take money from it. Well, I know these are lots of different ways to think about the planning process and how couples screw up retirement. I'm guessing, Glenn, the obvious answer here to make sure that you don't screw up your own retirement. If you're, you know, a couple listening to today's show and and thinking about, hey, we need to get on the same page as some of these things. Is it as simple as coming in for a free consultation and you'll start identifying some of these things and drilling down into what needs to be improved? Well, yeah, I mean, Walter, I mean, that's that's what we do. I mean, we we sit down and we and we we begin that process of of just, you know, hey, let's let's figure out what what are the priorities? What resources do you have in place? You know, when, you know, when if you haven't already retired or if both of you haven't, you know, yet retired, you know, let's let's think in terms of when, you know, when are we going to say this is the date that we're shooting for? And then we and then we progressively put together a plan that makes sense. And, you know, coordinating all the all the things that we've just been talking about in terms of, you know, well, which accounts do we draw from when and, and should we turn this one on first or that one on first? Should we should we change the nature of this account? Should we should we think in more in terms of, hey, if this is going to be the account that we're going to take money from early on, maybe we need to reposition it in a different way. And maybe maybe a different account we're going to reposition in another way because maybe that's going to be our longer term money. So there's lots of pieces of that puzzle, and, and that the first thing is is we schedule some time, we sit down, and we begin to have a conversation about it, and, and then take step by step and put together a plan that really fits and really works. Well, here's what you need to do if you want to get a free consultation with Glenn Mosseller and his team at Roadmap Financial Consulting here in Greensboro. Very simple. If you are already on GreensboroRetirement.com, already on the website, maybe listening to the show today, just look down at the bottom of the page and you'll see where it says free consultation. Just click on that. 
little pop-up will uh, appear, and you can schedule right there from your smartphone or from your computer. Or you can click on the phone number that's displayed there and give a call directly to Glenn and his team. Those are the two different ways that you can get in touch. So uh, you can do it by looking at the calendar and go ahead and scheduling it from your phone or from the desktop computer or maybe your laptop or something like that. Or you can just give a call directly. GreensboroRetirement.com is the place to go. And then at the bottom of the page, you'll see free consultation in red. Click on that and schedule a time to meet. You can also call Glenn directly, as I mentioned, and that number is 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Roadmap Podcast, and we'll look for you on the next episode. 